What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Oh yeah, what's going on? You're listening to Bolt Brady and his bro. We are here to chat some Wheat 6 NFL. Let's welcome in our handicapper. What's up, guy? What's happening was uh, a little bit of a roller coaster this week. Emotionally or with the games? Yeah, well, everything. Yeah. You know, and from the injuries, I mean, it started Thursday night with our boy Russ going down. Ouch, that's my guy for fantasy, too. Rip up the tickets. Like, <laughs> like my ticket with the Seattle making the playoffs. Not happening. Should I go slap some chips on Geno Smith winning the Super Bowl? I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah, it's too bad. Uh, I like to watch Seattle. I mean, they're kind of struggling to get W's this year, but Gino kind of moved the ball there. No, he totally did. He kind of got ripped on the – that should have been a P.I., that that pick at the end. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. Lockett just weighs a buck fifty-five and kind of fell to the ground. No, there's a little bit of a push, and then so no one's just there except the corner, whoever picked it. I mean, I was trying to get the – the voodoo on my side because I had, you know, we had Seattle in the teaser um, because Russ had never lost by more than eight at home and the teaser went up to eight and a half. So when he went out, I was like, okay. And so, you know, you know, the kids, when they play the computers, they have those things called Robux. They're like money, Uh you know, and uh, (laughs) I usually give them like 400 or $800 with these Robux that I buy. And I told the the boys that if Seattle wins, I said, I'll give you $2,000 of these Robux, and their <laughs> eyes just lit up. Come on, Seahawks. I don't think anyone was cheering more for Gino than the, the two boys hoping for the Robux. Not happening, though. No, that didn't happen. So now Seattle travels into Pittsburgh, um, and I'm like, huh, let's see how much this line has moved, because you know sometimes there's not enough movement, and... Seattle going into the season and the week was actually uh, minus one and a half, which I was a little surprised that they were favored going into Pittsburgh. Yeah. And now that's flipped, obviously, to Pittsburgh minus five and a half. So the line has moved seven. So the question is, is worth is Russ worth seven or more or less, in your opinion? Uh, you always say there's like a line, like isn't like a QB worth like three max? Well, no, 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 but it depends who the QB is, right? So there was a, you know, they did a study or, you know, someone broke it down. And at the time, this was two years ago or, or three when Brett Hundley was Aaron Rodgers' backup. Mm-hmm. Huge drop off there, obviously. UCLA product never happened. Dude, just garbage. And uh, the it was like an 11 point difference. From Brett to Aaron. Yeah. So it goes from team to team, you know, so that's why. And Russ has got to be up there for one of the higher ones. For sure. So is it seven points? I mean, I think it would probably be actually a little bit more than that. The thing about Gino is, you know, valid effort, bud. You you know, you did well. uh, But he was playing against some soft defenses there. And they weren't prepared for him. You know, we always said that. Now the Steelers know who they're playing. It's probably trouble. And they handled Big Denver pretty easy. They sure did. That was another one of our picks. NFL picks went 3-2 and two last week. But then, you know, sometimes the whole team is like, let's step it up here. You know, kind of like how the Bears did. Or uh, you just see the defense, everyone take it up a notch because they know it's not Russ. That is a possibility, especially the first game. I, there's there's been people that have pointed it out like the first game it happens they get it and then 
reality sinks in and they go, why is this guy even on our squad? Oh, for sure. Over the long haul, if he's out like the eight weeks, the long end of the, the offer there that they're saying, the four to eight. Right. Yeah. Gino for the course of eight weeks, that's three wins maybe. Yeah, that's about right. But Pitt might might kind of get growing here, you know, especially at home. They're kind of starting to click a little more. Yeah, no, that was awesome. They balled. Um, Big Ben actually was able to throw it down the field a little bit because uh, the O-line was getting some holes for Najee. And, uh, yeah, they looked good. I mean, they were boat racing them. And then, you know, that happens in the NFL. They come, I mean, because I think it was like 27 to 6 at some point. The foot comes off the pedal a little bit. Right. Everyone starts thinking about hitting the town that night with the lady friends. <laughs> that was the case uh, Monday Night Football last night. I don't know if you watched very close. Oh, uh, did I watch very close? Lamar's <laughs> my boy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but I was like, kind of was thinking the Colts. It was seven. It went up to seven and a half. And I was like, eh, I'm taking the over, the 46.5. Right. And, you know, through three quarters, tail end of the third, it's like 22 to three. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I'm watching the Giants Dodgers here for a sec. And they got it going. Yeah, they did. Because big Lamar. Now, you came around on Jalen Hurts. You said Lamar. You didn't have confidence in his throwing. How about that second half? Yeah, you keep looking now, and it's like, you know, 345 yards, you know, that he finished with more than that. I'm like, those numbers keep going up. Right. Well, he, his second half was incredible. He was 29 for 32 for 335 yards and four TDs. I mean, good try, Lamar. Now, was he maybe like 37 for 43 for the game? It was something crazy. Yeah, no, he he was awesome. I mean, and I was watching him, you know, what you want to try something kind of fun is like, when it's a passing down, like when it's a known passing down, just kind of act like you're the quarterback and be like, oh, where would I go with this ball? Because the defense is like the guys are coming in and out of like the defensive line will drop back into, you know, coverage and stuff. And so I was kind of playing that. And, I, and Lamar was reading it legit. Like, you know, they were throwing all kinds of different packages against him, zone packages or man packages. And I mean, he was threading the needle as legit. Yeah, he's just got those guys on their heels because he gives that little fake like he might go, and yep. someone in coverage slips off, and then the receiver gets open. He's like, boop. Yep, totally agree. I mean, that's, you know, it's not like he's this incredible pocket passer, but it's because everyone's shitting their pants that he's going to run off on them down the field. So they're like, oh, and then he goes, yep. it behind him. It's gotten better, the throwing has. Um, it's got that little kind of short follow through kind of he kind of pulls the arm back a little mm-hmm. the little alligator arm there at the end but it's working well it's a gun and how about this if you take he he ranks by himself Lamar Jackson ranks number 15 in the NFL for off total offense so like he's ahead of like the Niners and the Colts entire team for offense just Lamar nice yep he balls yeah, I, the, the Colts blew that one though. I mean, they were actually looking decent. Wentz was looking pretty good, twenty-two to three. Right, close it out. Well, and I I had the money line. I had the Ravens money line, and then I doubled up after they went down seven zero. I'm like, okay, here we go. We'll take the Ravens again. And then I was like, uh oh, this is going to be an L. And Lamar goes, hold the horses. <laughs> I'm never out of this. <laughs> no, he's fun to watch for sure. Yep. Who else stood out last week for you? What you think of the Niners-Cardinals? Well, like we said, 
automatic play when big trays in the ball game. Yeah. And that one came home even with the Niners playing unbelievable defense. I mean, the Niners are legit. But um, one thing that stood out about that game was hilarious. I was listening to another podcast today, and this guy was trying to knock Kyle Shanahan for his play calling. Like, what's this guy doing? Blah, blah, blah. And clearly everyone knows Kyle's a good play caller and schemer. Dude, what this handicapper doesn't realize is his hands are tied with Big Trey. Yeah, you can't open the full playbook on on this guy for his first career start. No, you can't. He's like the youngest starting quarterback in NFL history, and he's not going to be Big Tom out there. Mm -hmm. So it was amazing that this guy thought it was Kyle's play calling. No, 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 no. Trust me. Kyle would love to open up the playbook. But instead, let's hike it back to Trey and play school ground football and just run around and see what you can do <laughs> i mean how many times was it like the the three-step drop back let me act like i'm gonna throw it and i'm just <laughs> keeping it up the gut <laughs> wasn't cutting it and the niners defense was keeping them in it yeah they played great yeah i mean holding it to it but you know what wasn't good enough chalk her up for the dub no, Arizona's kind of rolling, and you know you get those divisional games like we've talked about, and they're always they're pretty close. They all know each other so well, but Arizona's time is coming up. I think maybe this week. Totally agree. I totally agree. We are traveling to Cleveland. Yep, I'm with you there. We might as well jump into her as one of the best bets. Minus two point five Cleveland, and Cleveland, you know, roster stack. They've done a great job turning that thing around since the Hugh Jackson three or four years ago when they were on the HBO show. They look great, and they've been in every game. Uh, tough loss to the Chargers, but I think Kyler's going down. Well, I agree with you, and the main reason is because the Cardinals couldn't slow down the Niners' rush game, you know, and look out for the best rushing team in the NFL. Chub Daddy. And big Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Those guys ball. So I mean, Kareem straight out the pen off the Chiefs. <laughs> they had 250 yards rushing against the Chargers. So heads up, they're averaging 6.8 a carry against the Chargers. And now that's just no respect. Arizona comes in, and now they're under a field goal. Yeah, that's what um, I was telling you. Like, what's up with OBJ? I mean, he missed the first two because the ACL was still taking his time coming back, but. Two catches for 20 yards last week in, in a game where they score 42 points, making 14.5 mil. I mean, if we can do that 42 without him and Landry, like it's time to move on from the guy. Well, hey, listen, the guy's got yachts to be on and sniffing white powder in the hotel rooms. Hey-o! He's got other things on his mind playing <laughs> ball. Yep, cut, cut the anchor. See you later. We don't need you anymore. The other thing about this game was the look-ahead line. Right was 4.5, meaning last week before this game started, they said that Cleveland was going to be favored by 4.5. And And then all of a sudden, because Cleveland loses to the Chargers when they balled, really, we'll get in those stats in a minute, and because Arizona's undefeated, first time they're 5-0 since 1974. Good for them. Um, Now the line moved down to 2.5. We'll take that value in the Cleveland Browns. Number one best bet. Mm-hmm. Home game. Right. I Brown mean, bags rocking. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, they've played – Cleveland's played a tough schedule. I mean, their two losses are the Chiefs and the Chargers. It's nothing to look down on. And they're also um, at home 
against the spread their their last five games they're five and zero. Oh. Yeah, and they're they're in that nice little window, like we say, like. Baker hasn't gotten paid yet, so it's like some of these chips are getting dispersed amongst this whole roster. Some young guys keep your line good, keep your defense good, Miles Garrett, and then they're going to pay Baker, and you'll see kind of like the Seahawks effect here in like two, three seasons. Cleveland will trickle down a little bit. Yeah, I mean that might hopefully it's a little bit longer than that for them. But yeah. I think they'll stay good. But it's like it's hard to stay with that stacked of a roster once you start paying your QB and stuff. Yeah, and he went twenty three for thirty two for three hundred five, two TDs, no picks. I mean he's he's doing what he needs to do. Arizona ranks number twenty eight against the run, and now you're going up against literally the best rushing team in the NFL, uh, and they're at home. Mm-hmm. Love it. I like Arizona. I like to see him have a good season. I mean, Niners are dinged up. Seahawks are dinged up. It looks like it's the Rams and, and them for the NFC West. Yes, it does. Big Kyler balls. And you know how much I like Kyler, but that doesn't mean, you know, uh, from week to week, there's different matchups. You know, last week we liked Arizona. This week we're off Arizona. And uh, another one, you know, talking about the, the Chargers in Cleveland, another game that I like this week is uh, by high, or I'm sorry, Sell high, buy low. And not that Baltimore is buying low on them, but I like Baltimore minus three against the Chargers. The Chargers last week, I mean, did you watch that game at all? Mm -hmm. You did? Yeah. I mean, dude, were they living by the skin on their, (laughs) what is the saying? The hair on the, <laughs> the skin of the teeth. <laughs> the, the hair by the chin, 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 chin. Or <laughs> Bullseye. <laughs> um, they were three for three on fourth downs. The Chargers. Well, yeah, they, I mean they're not. It's fourth and seven, and they're going for it. And, yeah, early in the third quarter on their twenty-four yard line. Yeah, he, I, he, I like it. I mean, come on, we're pushing the envelope a little bit there. And then they're four for four in the red zone. So. You know, the week before, um, those were kind of similar stats with the Chiefs against the Eagles, and I even pointed it out, and, you know, I missed it. It's like, yeah, that's good, but that's not sustainable, right? I mean, they're not going to go, you know, get every fourth down. They're not going to score a touchdown every time they get in the red zone. So now they go to Baltimore, and again, this is another one where the line moved. The look-ahead was a point and a half higher than what it is now. And nothing's changed with Baltimore. It's just this perception of the Chargers now. So I like Baltimore minus the three. Mm-hmm. Short week for them, but they're back at home. Yep. I don't. It won't be easy. That'll be a close game. It's just it's nice to see the Chargers have turned it around because you always hear when they're like, oh, these young guys are adjusting to a new coordinator, a new head coach, and, and he didn't blink an eye. He actually looks better. Well, no, I agree. And, and Herbert's balling, but... Actually, the look the look ahead line was five and a half, so it was two and a half points higher, and nothing's changed with these squads. I mean, there's not a team in the NFL that people think more highly of right now than the Chargers. So come on in to see Big Harbaugh and our boy Lamar, and they had problems stopping the rush against Cleveland. Well, here's the number two rushing team in the NFL with the most electric player in the NFL. The Ravens are 5-0 and against the spread at home um, their last five games. Now, the Chargers are 8-1 and against the spread their last nine games. So, I mean, these guys are balling. They've got to regress a little bit. This is when I think it happens. It's a full moon out, and the werewolf in your pants is howling. It's time to tackle that problem with the Lawnmower 4.0. 
Do you know what's spookier than seeing a black cat on Halloween? It's shaving your balls with anything other than Manscaped. When it comes to below-the-waist grooming, there's no need to carve your pumpkins this Halloween because Manscaped is here to upgrade your grooming experience. Go from a bite-sized candy bar to a king-sized candy bar and join the 2 million men worldwide by going to Manscaped.com. M-A-N-S-C-A-P. ED.com for 20% off and free shipping when you put in the code BOLT, B-O-L-T, for 20% off. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, so get your Manscaped. And then uh, I'd like to point out and give some hats out for the people. We appreciate you giving some reviews. As we mentioned, that's awesome. Uh, One is to the top, to the top. Why don't you email us? And also T-Ball. T-Ball, you can... Uh, email us at score at boltbrady.com. We'll hook you up. Cool. And keep those reviews coming and we'll uh, send out some more hats. Yeah. Let me shout out to Patty in Minnesota. She won last week. Yours is on the way. Nice. Well, speaking of Patty, because I know she likes the, the parlays and teasers, um, one of our buddies, he sent me a screenshot of a teaser that he hit this week. And, and I noticed it was great that he won, but I noticed he teased through zero. So meaning, like, it was actually the Chargers. So he did a six-point teaser, and, you know, let's say they were minus three, and he took them back the other side um, to make them plus. And that's one thing. It's not the worst thing in the world, but you typically don't want to tease through zero because you're losing a point of value there, right? Because, you know, how often does a game tie? So when you're teasing teams, again, the best time to do them is through the three and the seven because those are the uh, those are the two numbers that the games land on the most. So those are the best two numbers to tease through three and seven. Just a little FYI there. Yep. And uh, I guess that could lead us into our teaser pick. Sure. Let's hear the teaser of the week. The teaser of the week. So the big Minnesota Vikings travel in to Carolina Panthers, and is reality. Kicking in a little bit for the Panthers. Not quite, but it's getting there. Well, yeah. I uh, I took Philly last week. I liked them. It didn't look good early, but then Big Jalen turned around with a couple rushing TDs. Oh, I was with you. I had the Big Eagles as well. That mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you're a Jalen fan now. Well, especially you take McCaffrey out of the lineup, and, and Darnold's got to do a little more on his own. Three, three picks. Big time. Yeah. He had three picks? Did he have three picks? Yeah, he threw three. Not cutting her. Mm-mm. Not cutting her. So, uh, yeah, when McCaffrey's out there, because they were giving him the, the ball, how about he was getting 29 touches a game. Uh, real shocker that he got hurt. I mean, 29 touches? Yeah, and then he's also a lot of those little drop-offs for Darnold, too, to take that pressure off of him. Right, just give it to Christian and let him rock and roll. He can't stay healthy, unfortunately. Well, I mean, when you're getting the rock 29 times a game, dude, get him a little help, and this isn't high school. <laughs> I mean, how many times did he touch the ball when he was at Stanford? Maybe like half that, maybe 20. 22-ish. I mean, dude, 29, that's a lot. So anyway, we like teasing Minnesota from the one and a half up to the seven and a half. For sure. Right? And then um, we're going back around, and it's another, another, excuse me, another best bet. I like uh, the big Tennessee Titans going from the five and a half. Let's tease them all the way up to 11 and a half. Hmm. Yep, and they're playing big Buffalo. Yeah. 
Yeah, when you see those games where, like, you know, Buffalo just had that huge victory for them, it's like, what's the chances they're going to come blow someone out? Well, listen, you've seen it a million times. That was their Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And here's another line, okay? That's the, the, the buzzword of the week is line value. This line last week was Buffalo minus two and a half. Now they're minus five and a half on the road. Three three points of value. Holy cow. So I also just like Tennessee's standalone plus the five and a half. That probably gets to the six later on in the week. So you might want to hold off on that one. But um, listen, Buffalo, they're obviously really good. But have fun with big Derrick Henry this week. <laughs> Wow. So guys going for the first player in NFL history three years in a row of 1,500-plus yards and 15 TDs. Good try. And, of course, with the extra game this year, he's on pace for the NFL rushing record. I mean, you know it's coming, and he's not getting stopped, especially this consecutive years. That's that You don't see that that much anymore. No. that's Yeah, that everyone's been saying, oh, a guy's getting, you know, these guys getting too many carries and this and that, and he is. Well, you know what? Not everyone's built like that guy. I mean, hello, Hulk Hogan. Just the caboose coming down the lane. <laughs> yeah, he'd be fun to tackle a guy that's 6'4", 250. And can move. Yeah, I mean, straight ahead, sure, it takes him a little while. But, dude, just imagine seeing that guy come out and you go, rotten, I'm supposed to tackle this guy? <laughs> so then you go for the legs and he goes, get out of here. And then if you come up top, we see him just, excuse the language, but bitch push you to the ground. Stepchild. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like how I used to do you. When? Like in a like a PlayStation game. Right. Come on, guy. I remember you stepped up to the mic when you were 16 once, and there was a little hole put in the door because of your head. Right. Remember that one, Mom? Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there's two best bets in that there for everyone. We like the tease with Minnesota up to the to the seven and a half, and I like uh, I like. Um, the Titans all the way up to 11 and a half. And then, you know, let's get the Titans at the plus six, too. Teaser of the week. That's right. That's uh, right. The teaser last week, unfortunately, lost because uh, big Russ going out. Yeah. That, that, well, the injuries can kind of throw a little hamper on some of that. Yeah, that sucks. Okay. What do you make of the Chiefs here? I mean, they the points are fine, but they're they're starting to rack up the L's. Well, so here's the thing. The Chiefs the Chiefs were made, their defense, No, one, everyone knows that their defense isn't that great, but it was built kind of like, remember those, uh, the Colts when uh, Peyton Manning used to play for them? They're, they're built with, supposed to be with leads, right? So then you have these pass rushers that they know that the other team's got a pass to get back into it. Well, guess what? When you're not ahead, you're not passing. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I mean, it was good looking. That free safety Sorensen for the Chiefs. Yeah. Holy cow. Does that guy have a job today? <laughs> I mean, that tight end for the Bills just kept getting behind him. And it was just ugly. Knox, yeah, just all by himself on the right side. And then Tyreek, he must have taken it out and let it rip this week. The one went right through his hands, and then it went to the DBs, and he took it back to the house. I mean... That's the thing is they're minus nine in turnovers the last three games. That's not going to win any ball games. Yeah. I mean, at what point? You, I mean, it's the first quarter of the season. It's like 
they are they are kind of who they are. I mean, or are they going to turn this thing around? I mean, I'm I'm thinking they're going to turn it around again. You know, they've played some tough teams this year too. It's not like they had the cupcake schedule. No, I know. I, I wouldn't rule them out, and you, you don't know what's going to happen in the AFC West here still. So. Give them a few more weeks, see if they can right this ship for sure. I mean, they play the Redskins this week. Well, excuse me, not the Redskins. The, the Washington, Washington football team. So, I mean, that line's six and a half, not touching it. But more than likely, they berace them. Yeah. Well, and speaking of the Washington football team, it leads to the uh, the current Raiders coach having to step down because of the investigation that that took place there. Right. Well, um, that $10 million of the year is adios. Jeepers. Yeah, off to the new career job. I mean, what? So they they were looking into like the head athletic trainer there or something. They kind of probed the whole the whole thing. So those emails just got turned up in that whole search. Right. He was not expecting that. So the lesson to be learned here, ladies and gentlemen, be careful what you put in emails because it's always going to be around or text. That's correct. Or just don't do it. <laughs> that is even a better play. <laughs> so that well that. You know, I liked the Raiders last week against the Bears, and little did we know internally, that thing must have been just blowing up behind closed doors. Yeah, I made an air on that one. I For my uh, elimination, I picked the Raiders. I'm so mad, because I was like, oh, okay, I'm sure there's shit going on behind the scenes here, but this is the Bears. They'll figure it out, and that was good looking. Yeah, they, they were just, Carr, they were probably always a little, like, up in the clouds there, like, we're effed. Right. Our coach's piece. Right. And so they let Big Fields come in, and he didn't do squat. And the defense for the Bears was balling. I think Mack was pretty juiced to play the Raiders again. Yeah, Carr said it's still, like, his best friend in the league. They're still boys. But but Big Mac Daddy kept laying it to him. Oh, they're boys, because I was wondering, because I saw Mac talking shit to him. Yeah, he yeah. said he's still one of my best. Well, he said not even in the league. Just he's like one of my best friends in the world. Oh, that's awesome! Because they were probably together for like three years on the Raiders, right? And they were both like they sucked. They were each like the best player on offense and defense. Right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, dude, our team is garbage. <laughs> you, ready, you ready to go out in the shit pit here and act like we care? We're gonna get blown out. Yeah, I think I was texting him like, dude, Fields is like eleven for twenty for eighty-four yards through three quarters. And they were just dominating the Raiders. Yeah, that's incredible. So now, now big fields. Um, I mean, the line I think is only four and a half with the Packers, right? Yeah, and you got a team with Aaron that that's more alert. I, I'll take Green Bay. Well, I, I mean, everyone's going to be taking Green Bay for sure. I don't think that's you know necessarily bad. The one the one thing of I have a little hesitancy here though is the Bears. When they play at home, they're just way better. Way better. It just seems like they get these, like, crap turnovers somehow, you know. But anyway. But that that D was just hyped last week. I mean, they'll do their best, but it, it won't be as hyped. Right. Well, and Aaron dominates the Bears. Especially when it was Jay Cutler. <laughs> Did you, uh, I saw the Bears signed a land deal outside of Soldiers. They're going to be leaving Soldier here at some point once they build the new stadium. Oh, and, and get a new stadium? Yeah, in the next, like, you know, seven years or so. But, yeah, Soldier will be kind of a thing of the past, I think. Wow. Well, they need a new one, though. That thing's looking a little run down. Mm-hmm. All right. What, you got any other best bets here for the NFL? No, not for the NFL. Um, you know, I got a little 409 spray down this week. Wow. And this one goes out to the kickers. 
in the NFL. Oh, man, the PATs even. Well, that's what I mean. How about there was uh, they tied a record 12 missed PATs along with 12 missed field goals. But how about Crosby for Green Bay or what did that guy do last week? I don't know. He's hanging out with Urban in Ohio there. No kidding. Just getting tuned <laughs> up, chitting with the ladies, doing whatever, but not paying attention to the game. The guy had hit 28 field goals in a row. And not only did he miss an extra point, he missed three field goals in the same game. Mm. Crosby, spray down, bud. 409. He did battle back and hit the game winner. Yeah, I'm surprised. They they uh, they had confidence in him to do that. But, I mean, what could you do? That game was good looking. Holy cow. I had Cincinnati for the contest, the Circa, and they were getting three, so it was the push. Mm-hmm. But when Burrow threw the pick... At the end of the game or overtime, you're like, "Come on, Joe." Yeah, he took a little jab to the throat or something. They said he, they said he's going to be okay, but yeah, that's the thing with with the um, the Packers is they kind of play to their level of competition. They do a lot, yeah. So anyway, but that that's it for the NFL. We can move on into the college a little bit. Let's do it. Last week, the college picks went one, one, and one. One win, one loss, one tie. And uh, the loss was the one that you would think was in most control, the Texas-Oklahoma game. Holy cow. Sometimes your handicaps are spot on, and Spitzer Radler is a POS. <laughs> wow, is that guy a sack? Dude, I told you, I saw that show on him, and that guy thinks he is king shit. Yeah. So anyway, he got pulled because he's so garb. Mm -hmm. We were up 28-7 in the first quarter, getting three and a half. I mean, this is a joker. So they pull Spence because Riley's like, listen, Spence, Bolt hit this one right on the head. You're dog shit. We're getting worked here. Pulled in the, the true freshman. The guy brings them all the way back. We're still in control. It's a tie ball game. And they're um, going down to kick the winning field goal. And whoops, Texas just lets them score a touchdown with 30 seconds left instead. Backdoor that. Dude. So anyway, real quick on Spencer. So there's a pitcher after the game of the whole team. Because obviously Oklahoma's juiced with that comeback against the rival. Everyone's in the pitcher. But guess who? Big Spencer's in the locker room by himself. Oh, they were all in the field still? Oh, yeah. Nah. Nice team player, Spence. But they'll start him this week. Mm, I don't know about that. That guy's probably going to be in the transfer portal here pretty soon. (laughs) Spence, so the lesson for you, bud, be a team player and don't be such a piece of shit. We'll see you at Central Florida next year. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Maybe even D2er, Spence. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway... We're going back to big Texas. Just like we weren't scared of big Michigan. That was a push. That was crap, too, because Martinez fumbled. I mean, these guys are incredible with the backdoor pushes and losses. But here it is. We'll take big Texas minus the five and a half against Oklahoma State. And we're going to take big Baylor minus six versus BYU. Both those opponents are way overrated. I like it. That's it. Okay. Well, that'll do it for this week. Don't forget to uh, check out Instagram and Twitter. It's at Bolt Brady Picks. There's always some updates on there, especially day of game stuff. Bolt will put out some hot info, so you don't want to miss that. Thank you for tuning in this week. We will catch you all next time. See ya.